Blog Talk Radio. neither one of us are the seed of Abraham. He's just a different flavor of the same mess. Christianity is not rooted in white men. Christianity is rooted in Judaism and Judaism is rooted in Abraham and Abraham was rooted in God. This is not about colors. This is not about colors. This is about covenant. It is about covenant. It is not about colors. Churches off of a paper chip. 
Wales is not uncut. The image of the last supper became a tool used by colonial powers. The decision to use criminals as models is not used by colonial powers. To assert their dominance over the people they sought to conquer and control. The whole world is run on bluff. No race, no nation, no man has any divine right to take advantage of others. No, no, no race, no religion supposed to take advantage of another. And that's and that's true again. So that's a great thing. So young line, we just gonna think we get something going on in take number thirteen. We don't know where we're going, but but one thing we do know, once you see can you give me a little base on that Luke chapter three, verse twelve. Young mind, Brother Titus, what that say? Come on. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's true. And at very same hour, the righteous spirit is talking there and the teaching there. You know, I ain't no doubt about it. I want to go back to the book of Jubilees. Because I heard a lot, and, and we covered it the, the best we can cover yesterday. And we want to add a little bit more to that because we want to see if the statements that we have heard, can they stand up when you zero in according to what we're not reading in Acts 17, 10 and 11. On page 57 there, young line of the Book of Jubilees, can you pick it up around about? Jubilee chapter 12, verse 22, the calling of Abraham, the calling. Yeah, the calling of Abraham. Before you do that, with my, um, you know, uh, the one-two punch who came on the network, the young lion, Brother Makaya, so let me let, let hold what you got, and let's bring him in. He's going to tell you all about the broadcast, and we're all carrying the broadcast, so we just uh, hold on to Scott there, Brother Titus. Until we bring that over, yes, y'all mind. Brother Micaiah is ready. However, y'all got Judah. He um, came out of the cave now. He ready to roar something like he always do. Brother Micaiah is ready. However, y'all got Judah. That's why people are see Roy. That's why bless you there. There is real. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there, young line. Well, we know you're ready to do some roaring. As a matter of fact, and I guess you, I guess you roared so loud, and and mother, mother Issa, look here. I'm, I'm, I'm on to that microphone. That's fine. Hey, mother Issa, welcome back to the to the land, and welcome back to the broadcast. That mother E, mother E, mother Z, tribe of y'all, God, Judas, so mother, mother E. Welcome back. Yahweh be to their seed race. Yahweh bless you, yeah, Israel. A seed raw. Hallelujah. All right. Hallelujah. Mother sounds strong too. Hallelujah. Probably Mother Z is at the table. Did take some notes. One thing about it. You know we got to move forward and dust says Yahweh because we were built to move forward and dust says the four letter man. Y-H-W-A. All right, mother. So, um, 
Brother Micaiah, who all carried broadcasting, you know, on the international side of WCC, World Council of Churches, they let you know that you are past the 900,000 mark and plus and going forward. Mm. So we're going to do everything we can. Okay. We're going to do everything we can to, um, hey, Mother E, can I, can I get one verse out to Mother E? Let me see where you're at, Mother E. Uh, in Nehemiah 2.10, so we're clear they're going to do everything they can to do what, Mother, Mother E? Nehemiah 2, verse 10. Can you have those three out in Nehemiah 2.10, there, Mother E? Give me a minute. All right. Give me my chapter two. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. What that say? Nehemiah two two. Look at Nehemiah chapter two, verse ten. Verse ten reads, "When Zambella the Horonite and Tobiah." Servant and Emma, Emma, Emma Tide heard of it. Read them exceedingly that there was some a man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. So, so, must understand one thing the world will be grieved for any body to seek the welfare of the children of Israel, not not the children of the Hebrews, children of Israel, not the children of the Jews, children of Israel. See, the whole thing, always saying that you are a black Hebrew Israelite Jew, as long as you carry them labels in your head, speak it out your mouth, you're not making the connection with Yahweh. The name he gave the children of Israel was the children of Israel and told them to put Israel at the end of their name. Then he will bless you. So until that time comes, he's not going to bless us because he's not going to back away from his word. The only way you can get a blessing as a nation, you go out and look at this book and see what he said and how he said it and apply it and be a doer of it. So now... Um, Young lion, can you have to see out who can the broadcast and what's going on and whatever you uh, side to throw some on the table yet. And don't make the field no never mind because we know a spirit left in Yahweh. And we'll just sit back and, and turn over you there, young lion, and, and let's see what you're going to put on the table. Then we'll get back with the other young lion in Jubilee chapter. So what, what you working with there, Brother Makai Israel, Steve Royer, come out. All right. All right, serious where free world travel, y'all die Judah. So uh, we broadcasting everywhere. We live right now on Blog Talk. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure you call in to that uh, international line at 224 uh, But We want to also let uh, over 900 a uh, thousand strong nowhere else they can catch us at and pass the word. You can catch us on Pal Talk. You also can type in the key mm-hmm. on that phone of yours or on that laptop, computer, any of the devices where you're at. Uh, type in for Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. 
Once again, if you want to catch us on Facebook, we streaming on Facebook at V-O-T-T-Y. And um, you can catch any one of the previous um, lessons, uh, any, you know, any, any, any lesson you want is going to be on there that we have previously recorded uh, when we was live inside of the temple. So uh, a lot of information, write down uh, uh, all the notes that you need. Make sure you ask questions and comments. Once again, if you got any questions or comments, you also can uh, type it in the keys on Facebook. If you got any questions or comments, we can always get back with you in the keys on Facebook. Type it in, and we'll come back and check the station. And we might send you a lesson over on, on, on a whole, right, type out a whole lesson for you or just get you going. You could do that as well, or you could just call the uh, question and comments on the international line at 224-600-5579. Also, we're broadcasting on YouTube. You can catch us on YouTube at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, we are streaming on YouTube at V O. T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, you know, um, if you want to catch one of the lessons that we had edited or put up on there live, you know, um, you can give us a thumbs up. You can write a comment down there at the bottom. You know, we'll come back and we'll check the comments. We'll respond to it as well. You know, we, you know, all hands on deck. So, uh, as we say, uh, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. But, you know, the few labors go do what we can do to make sure that we can um, extend our knowledge that Yahweh has blessed us to have through Israel of Seed Royal. So we thank Yahweh for that. So we ask you guys to tune in, ask the questions. Once again, ask questions because we know that the children of Israel need answers. And we can see it by taking care of this man's business, Yahweh's business. So, um... We want to keep the ball game rolling. We want to make sure that you guys know where we're broadcasting at and that you can always tune in and ask questions and also leave comments in the bottom of what you think. And like you say, whenever we can get to it, we're going to respond. And we're just going to take it one day at a time. So uh, I'm going to read something here. And before, before I touch on a little information that I want to pass on to the national audience so we can get an understanding about what's going on. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verse 19, matter of fact, I'm going to pick it up at verse, uh, I'm going to be at verse 19. And then we're going to drop down and read a couple more verses. But the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verse 19, read. I'm going to read verse 1, then I'm going to drop down 19. Verse 1, read. Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the law and unto the judgment. But I teach you for to do them, that you may live, and go in and possess the land with Yahweh of your fathers. Give it, give it. Verse 19. And least you lift up your eyes into heaven, and when you see the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven should be driven to worship them and serve them, which the Yahweh, your Yahweh, has divided to all nations under under all nations under the whole heaven. Verse 27. And the Yahweh shall scatter you among the nations, and you shall be left few in number among the 17 nations, but the Yahweh shall lead you. 28. And there you shall serve Yahweh, the work of man's hand, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat, 
North Mill. Mm-hmm. We're going to um, skip on over to the um, book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28. We're going to pick it up at verse number 64. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, we'll read verse uh, 64. 64 reads. And the Yahweh says, scatter you among all people from one end of the earth, even to the other. And there you shall serve false Yahweh, which neither you nor your fathers have known, even wood and stone. 65. And among these nations shall you find no ease, neither shall the sole of your foot have rest. But the Yahweh shall give you there a trembling mind, and failing of eyes and sorrow of the mind. So one of the reasons I want to go here, because I want to read out of, uh, some historical facts. And one of the historical facts that I'm going to bring to the table today so our people can get a clear understanding about what they believe in and when it be God. The first thing I'm going to start off with is the Baptist religion. The Baptist religion came from John Smith, and he created in the, in 1608 A.D. Once again, John Smith created the Baptist religion in 1608 A.D. So this is when Baptists began. Uh, uh, number two, we have Pentecostal. Charles Perham. He is the founder of the Pentecostal around the late 1800s to the early 1901 A.D. Once again, we have Charles Parham, is founder of the Pentecostal in the late 1800s, 1901 A.D. We have number three, Joseph Smith, founder of Mormon in 1830 A.D. Once again, number three, we have Joseph Smith, the founder of the Mormon in 1830, Charles T. Russell. Founder of Jehovah Witness in 1872 A.D. Number four, Charles T. Russell, founder of Jehovah Witness, 1872 A.D. We have number five, Seven Day Event in 1863. And matter of fact, that's the one I need to. I mean, to make sure that um. I'm going to come back and give you the name of the founder of the seven-day advantage because that's the one I uh, 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 had to write down for the nationality I was doing the research. So I'm going to make sure I come back and then we get that name uh, maybe later on the broadcast. And we never know. We might pick it back up tomorrow and give a name down there on, once again, the seven-day advantage where we know it started in 1863. Okay. Now, I'm going to add something to that. Uh, Brother Titus, you can pull that up for me real fast, and you can pull that off as I go on. I'm going to read something else, and you can cut in and tell me when you got it at any moment. Now, I want to add something else to it for uh, for the namesake, because I heard uh, uh, still say uh, not the Hebrews, the Jews, but I also want to uh, bring in something else about uh, not the um, African-Americans, because uh, – we're going to talk about African-American, where we get these names from real fast and put it on the table. Um, we have Amerigo Vespucci in 1451 to 1512. 
Italian navigator for whom America was named. So if you call yourself an African-American, know you call yourself by America by a person named Amerigo Vespucci, which is one of Esau's children, white man, white woman. In 1451 to 1512, is an Italian navigator for whom America was named. And then we have, um, we got the African part, which is Scipio uh, Africanus. Scipio, name of a great Roman family, especially including Publius, Cornelius Scipio Africanus. He was a major, 237 to 183 B.C. He was a Roman general. He defeated Hannibal, which was from the tribe of Yadaju at Zama, 202 B.C., called the Elders and Publius, Cornelius, Scipio. And we have Africanus, minus, 18, I mean, 185 to 129 B.C. A general, he was the one that burnt down Carthage. He's called the Younger. So we have Scipio, uh, Scipio Africanus, who was a Roman general who had defeated, who is, he is known in history for defeating um, the Israelites, tribe of Yadah Judah, Hannibal. Today, people think called him more or something like that. Um, but he was from the tribe of Judah. He was the one that went over there and conquered and started defeating the Romans and took over their land. He was the one that, uh, uh, during his war. But the thing is, um, they didn't do, you know, Esau them does nothing, but they copy everything from the children of Israel. He just did the same thing that we done to him when we went over there and defeated them over there in Romans. And he just traveled over there to, to the land of Carthage. And they started taking over the land, and uh, 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 Hannibal the Great got wind of it, and he had to turn back and take his troops back over there. He ended up weakening his defense and ended up losing the war because he weakened his defense, and he ain't had no Yahweh in him anyway. So um, we know that these two names, Africanus, which is Africa, Amerigo, which is America, come from two of Esau's name. So that's another thing, because uh, that's why I'm not responding to no African-Americans. He's not responding to no um, Jew, nor no Hebrews, and any other name, Moors, or Al-Islam, or Islam, or Christian, or Baptist, or, or Mormon, or, or, or uh, Pentecostal, or Seventh-day Adventist, or Jehovah. Did you get that for me, Brother Titus Israel, C. Roy? Okay, uh, the term uh, African American. No, nah, it's the Seventh Day Adventist. Okay, I try to see if you find that founder of the Seventh Day Adventist. If not, we can always pick it back up tomorrow. All right. No, I haven't seen it yet. Found of Seventh Day Adventist. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll just we'll tailor that and we'll pick that back up tomorrow. And we say, uh, over to you, sis, Red C. Roy. Hallelujah, Gua. Hallelujah, Gua. Hallelujah, Gua. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, Guad. Young line, that was excellent. You know, you know, I I love to see these things because I know how this thing gonna work. But although we have lost many battles, and it is very tough for us to win any battles because we gotta find out why. So we gonna make a little slight detour on 
I thought we were going to get back on what we was talking about prior there, young line. I know you was on that 12th chapter of Jubilees, but sometimes when you hearing something, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing something with the Bible, but I always grab me a pencil and a pad and write some things down. So in Psalms 149 there, although we, it's been a long time since, mm. hold that point right there. Hold that point. Hey, hey, mother, mother, well, right now I myself 
uh, let's see, I was discussing on measurements. I was speaking to myself. And the reply was, why are you speaking to yourself? Well, who better yet can answer my own questions than me? <laughs> so you find that a wise man, as, as we're told in the Bible, will contribute to a wise word. And he nods his head and agrees. And then adds unto it. But unfortunately, we have those that when they hear this word, they will cast that same word behind their back. That's not a good thing. So we're here to reinforce that by welcoming and thanking you for attending our live broadcast of God Watch Ministry. We come to you live always with new and exciting topics about Yaqua's Word, connecting the books, your health, foods that you should eat, and keeping all our members informed with what's happening at Temple Site Number One. All this is done because you have not. This information that you came to seek and now found that which you have sought in the voices of the tears of the tribe of Yaqua. We're open unto you for all this exciting information from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But having no class on Tuesday, unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, however, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That class starts at 7.30 to 10.30, and the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. And I think I might be able to stop by the temple and put on maybe a small exhibition for this year and everyone, the temple members are there. And that will probably determine when they desire to leave. Now, we also have a website address. Remember, to get there, open up any one of your smart devices. I'm right on that search line track. Type tribeyada.com. When you click enter, just send a big line, you're going to see some choices. One of being ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you might see menu, but after clicking this, you'll still see choices. Still choose the ties and offerings, but doing so, remember that it tells all of us to read the Book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Seven says, give unto the Aqua, attendance of the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. Eight, give unto the Aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when doing this, to remember that Yaqua loves children. And you can believe that the elder also knows that Yaqua loves children because we do reach our hands out quite often doing things for the temple of Yahweh. But you have some that you have to look at what it tells us in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30. And it says, And all the tithes of the land, whether it's the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, in Yahweh, it is righteous unto Yahweh. And we look at Hebrews chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9, seeing what that says. In verse number 8, it says, And here men that die receive tithes, but there he received them of whom it is witnessed that he liveth. 9. And as I may say so, 
Levi always always so received tithes, paid tithes, and Abraham. Now, all this information and what we do is to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh, and for especially building a school, which is very well needed. That's what I've seen with some of the pastors, pastors that are teaching the word of Yahweh. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to go to health foods we continue to speak of, Yahweh. We even have a calendar, and that calendar is there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This feature is available during our live broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Tuzalites, Tribe of Yadah, and click that red live button as soon as it appears, You'll be right into our live online broadcasts. Now, we also have a few numbers that you can call with Yakwa Online. The first being, of course, our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number being 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on which can be answered by any one of our six anointed camps of Yonkwa's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you will only see, receive a loud click with discouraging dial tone. But also, you can order our 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD, calling that same number. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here your email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos. And now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. You will only hear that discouraging dial tone, as I've said. Now, for those of you who have maybe missed the beginning of our program, you can also catch the entire show after 9.15 today, except Fridays. Our program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do that, just enter three words, Yopwar Radio Live. Click enter. Find the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Gaza, and just choose the program that you are late for logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And we're also doing our normal broadcast broadcast. We're also simultaneously transmitting our information on PalTalk and other medias. PalTalk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer. Just download the PalTalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. The voices of the Trizalites, tribe of Yadah. Your plan of room will hold 50 or more listening participants. This is where Yaqua's word is also working for your Bible education. Online there to answer those on the table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, riding their shotgun. And no comments will be taken off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. 
And you'll find that Rock Talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Cow Talk. Doc will be with you all. But as an additional note, remember, when we're given our scriptures to speak by the seer, always remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yaqua flow smoothly, remembering what we said at first. We have hundreds of thousands of listeners to king to listen to the righteous words of Yaqua and not that of confusion. As we have a reminder in First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. But you have to know, there are those out there that try to win that bumps and gums contest. What they happens to them? is they miss all the Yaqua's word which is said unto them. Because we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn those words of Yaqua, as it says in the book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. So we can get started to learn those words. We'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Oh, Yaqua. All right, hallelujah, Yaqua on that. And I did got a chance to take some notes on what everybody said. You know, I think my calling might be me taking notes. I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I'm saying I enjoy taking notes because one thing about it, we have to find out who is what, according to Page's book. Because Yaqub, when, when Yaqub do the great thing for this ministry, six and morning camps, we have to be clear that according to those that in the six anointed camps, they apply by the Bible. They make their decisions according to the Bible. And that's the game changer right there. So we got some some writing, and we want to get this out the way that we'll get back to Texas or uh, Dexter. Thomas, we'll get back to him, Jake, we'll get back to T.D. Jake shortly, but let's, um, young line brother, Titus. Yes, sir. Can you have to see it out in Sarat, chapter 2, 1 through 10, bagged up with the young line, Micaiah, and 2 Corinthians. 9, 6 through 9 and 15, and Mother E, have me Matthew chapter 6, 1 down to verse 4. Let's get that out the way for a minute. Get this out the way. We want to piggyback on what the elder was on and showing you the benefits of what elder was, was telling you. So our 2, 1 through 10 by Brother Titus and Brother Makai Israel, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 6 through 9 and 15. And Mother E, have me Matthew chapter 6, 1, 2, 3, 4. And then we just want to go over what we heard because there's no accident. And Thomas Dexter, we will get back to him shortly. So let's see what's going on. Y'all line, brother Titus, you on the clock, come up. The book of Sirach, chapter 2. Verse 1 through 10. Sirach chapter 2, verse 1 reads, My son, if you come to serve Yahweh, prepare your soul for temptation. Verse 2, set your mind upright and constantly endure. 
and make no haste in the time of trouble. Verse 3, cleave unto him, and depart not away, that you may be increased at your last end. Verse 4, whatsoever is brought upon you, take cheerfully and be patient when you are chained to a low estate. Verse 5, gold is tried in the fire, an acceptable man in the furnace of adversity. Verse 6, believe in him, and he will help you. Order your way upright and trust in him. Verse 7, ye that fear Yahweh, wait for his mercy and go not aside, lest you fall. Verse 8, you that fear Yahweh, believe in him, and your reward shall not fail. Verse 9, you that fear Yahweh, hope for good, for everlasting joy and mercy. Verse 10 reads, Look at the generation of old and see that ever any trust in Yahweh and was for confounded. Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? Mm-hmm. See, the reason why um, the big digging carrier can say the reason why we, we is being peeled off because we don't know who we are. He said, he said, our problem is we don't know that this Yahweh of this Bible, well, you know the word he used, he's not about color, he's about covenant, and that is true. Let's go a little further there, young line, but Titus, I mean, Micaiah, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 6 through 9 and 15, what it say? All right, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 6 down to 9, verse 15. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 reads. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Verse 7. Every man according as he proposes in his mind, so let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity, for Yahweh loveth a cheerful gift. Verse 8. And Yahweh is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Verse number 9. As it is written, he hath dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Verse 15. Thanks be unto Yahweh for all his unspeakable gifts. Excellent. So he's saying, you sow sparingly. That means if you only have a rap conversation, you don't bump shoulders and do your part and just say it's Yahweh. He mm-hmm. said, when it's all said and done, look for your reaping to be just as, just as you put out. That's how he's going to uh, make it determination on you. So you got to keep it, you know, the Bible tell you exactly what to do. So long as you play the alligator arms with Yahweh's ministry, guess what? Soon you think you see a light. 
do not sound a trump before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the street, that they may have honor of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3. But when thou doest honor, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Verse 4. That, that thy arm may be in secret, and thy father which is which sees in secret himself to reward thee openly. So so the bottom line, what is he saying, mother, as we sum it all up in seventy eight verse one? What is he saying in Psalm seventy eight verse one? Let's sum it all up, mother, mother. What is he saying? The angel came down and looked David eyeball to eyeball and summed it up in one verse, 78 verse 1. What did he say? Okay. Book of Psalms, chapter 78, verse 1. Psalms, chapter 78, verse 1. Give ear, O my people, to my love. Incline your ear to the words of my mouth. Yeah. So he so he telling us to my people, we find out who that is, children of Israel. Make sure you you give heed to his law. And his law is what we read not this Bible. Make sure that when you your decision you make, the law of this Bible, you know, matches up your decision out of the Bible. And that's the game changer right there. Now, Brother Micaiah, we uh, wrote a couple of verses down when you was talking, and, and we like doing so. So make sure when you make a decision, it lines up with the law. Make sure the law is the reason why you're doing what you, you're doing. Matter of fact, Brother Titus, give me Romans yes, 12. One, two, and three. Let me let me see. I get get something going on before I meet Brother Mackay in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, verse number sixteen. Before I meet Brother Mackay in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, sixteen, what do it say in Romans chapter twelve, one, two, and three? What it says we can read now. Paul is addressing the scattered Israelites that was in Rome. He made it over to them. Now he got a conversation with them. And what did he tell them in the 12th chapter, verse 1, 2, and 3? The book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 reads, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of Yahweh, that you present your body a living sacrifice, righteous, acceptable unto Yahweh, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, it be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what that is good and acceptable and perfect will of Yahweh. Verse 3, for I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly 
than he ought to think. But to think soberly, according as Yahweh has dealt to every man the measure of faith. <clears throat> so when you precept that, Brother Titus, in Zerah 4, 2, 28 down to verse 30, that's where he pulled that from. See, he pulled that verse. See, remember, when you're teaching your peoples, saying one thing, because you got a lot of children of Israel, they don't believe in the, they don't believe the right side of the book. Because what it was, they never taught the right side of the book. Because when a lot of the ten northern tribes that broke out, all when they broke out, remember, ever since First Kings 12, they only had one opinion, and they, and they broke away from the source. So when they got scattered in 722, 721, and 722, that's when they group stopped. And that same thing we tell those that have been or in the six anointed camps. If you break away from bumping shoulders in the six anointed camps, your group will stop right there, although you got the scripture. Your group will stop. And that's just the way it is. So if you think you can be able to compete in the word of Yahweh and you not bump and shoulder with the sixth anointed camp that's on record, your growth will stop there and every and every time something come out your mouth, it always be on the negative negativity or con Give me words. It's not give me words. It'd be a con of. It's not give me words. Give me a word on but I, I'm trying to bring it on the table. It would be what? Can anybody help me those say, I need another word. I need a word. So when you break away, I'll watch the best of it. Your growth going to be right there, according to this Bible. And that's why we know we got a big job to do because. The 11 tribes have broke away from the source of Judah. And Judah got a problem with their own self because they don't know who they are, like, like Thomas Dexter said. They don't know who they are. And that's why anything sounds good, you run with it. But now, it's a ministry is now, it's come on the scene to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. Not the welfare of the Hebrews, not the welfare of the Jews, no, the children of Israel. That's what we seek in the welfare of. And once we have dropped that word on the children of Israel, guess what the Almighty going to have for us when we do so? Hey, Mother E, what, what we got coming in 225 of Exodus, once we drop the word to the scattered Israelites, the children of Israel, what do Yahweh got written that we can read in the book called Exodus 2.25? What can we read? Hey, Mother E, what can we read in 2.25 of Exodus? 
book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 25. And Yahweh looked upon the children of Israel, and Yahweh had respect unto them. Yeah, that mother. See, when we get this right, it's no accident we broadcasting on everywhere around the world. Children of Israel is in everywhere around the world, but they they there by not having the knowledge that once they organize of who they really are. That's when Yahweh gonna have respect for you. He don't have no respect for the Hebrew, like they said, the Bruce or the Jew, or the Jew that that produced the word called Jewish. That is not what this Bible is talking about. Once you know who you really are, according to this book, then you will see everything from the pages of the book. Then your mighty one gonna have respect for you. He never have respect for you until you know who you are and know your responsibility. So, and 28, let's see what we can read that was told to Moses in the 1400s. Deuteronomy 28, verse 16. Let's see what he says, Brother McCarry. Deuteronomy 28, and let's, let's examine that one verse before we go to verse 25. And 64 through 68. Let's examine, let's examine Deuteronomy 28, 16. What do you say that we can read there, young lion? Come on. Okay. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 16. Verse 16 reads, Curse shall you be in the city, and curse shall you be in the field. Mm-hmm. See the man saying? He says, now read, not, not back up to read verse 15. He said, you're going to be cursed in the city, and you will be cursed in the field. He's not talking about an individual. The whole nation of Israel, wherever you no. find, you're going to find some individuals like uh, Oprah Winfrey and Kitty Jakes. You find that that will, you know, but them only for a sign to understand that is not the nation. He says, as a nation, you'll be cursed in the field and cursed in the city. Back of the verse 15. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 15. Verse 15 reads, But it shall come to pass, if you will not hearken unto the voice of Yahweh, your Yahweh, preserve to do all his laws and his statutes that I command you this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. You see that? You see that? Now you see, now you see that? The reason why you curse as a nation, because you have, but they were there. Really, we, really, we might as well just talk to Mother D of Israel, rest of the ball cast and let her alone. As a nation, as a nation, we are cursed because we refuse to do the law. He told Moses, tell the children of Israel this, what's going to get a curse over you, on you in the field and out of the field, 
when you back away from my law. Hold up, let's, let's, let's talk to Moses of Israel about that. Yeah. So there it is now. So once you back away from the law of Yahweh, if you don't get nothing out of this lesson, understand one thing. As a nation, sure you got T.D. Jakes, Thomas Dexter, and Oprah Winfrey. She a billionaire and didn't even know what day was the Sabbath day. Okay, see that? But, but if you... But if you... Um, but if you eat this right here, I'll show you what happens. If you eat what Thomas Dexter said, if you eat what Oprah Winfrey said, do you know what Yahweh got written on um, um, Brother McCarthy? He got something written in the 59th chapter. Let me, let me show you what he got written. Then we go on to Mother E and talk a little bit. Let me show you something. If you eat what we heard earlier, what he said, let me show you what happened to you according to Isaiah 59. I'm going to show you what Isaiah, the seer, wrote inside the mouth of the Holy Ghost. Just what he says in the 59th chapter that we can read. If somebody can read in the 59th chapter, if you eat what he what he served us on the beginning of the cake, if you eat it, any part of it, let's see what he says happened to you. And we're talking about in your brain. We're talking about in your brain. Your brain, your brain do something. Verse six. Fifty nine, verse six, Brother Makai Israel, what happened if you if you eat what we heard earlier, and my fact, read verse 5 and 6 just to make it sound good. Isaiah 59, verse 5 and 6, Brother Messiah, you're on the clock tonight. The book of Isaiah, chapter 59, verse number 5 and verse 6. Verse 5 reads, They hacked cockatrice heads, and weaved the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dies, and that which is crushed break out into a viper. Verse 6. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of sin, and the act of violence is in their hands. Mm. Read verse 5. And what happened again verse 5? Verse 5. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dies, and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. You see the man saying, he said, if you eat, you, if you eat what Oprah Winfrey, that thinks she's an African American, and, and you brought out based on where that name comes from, CPU Africana. She takes money and donate to Africans, which is nothing wrong with it, but if you want the blessing of Yahweh, and last night message told you who you gotta bless first. 
you helping African Americans. That means the Bible that was read in last night's lesson that Brother Titus is going to read shortly, that you, you just, you pass the blessing out, but it's not biblically scripture-wise. <laughs> when we make a decision according to the Bible, that's when Yahweh is going to have respect for us. I had a, um, a associate of mine back in the day. He retired. He said, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do, sir? I said, what you going to do? He said, you know, I, I, I get this uh, loan money every month. This retirement money I get is loan. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to get me a, a bunch of singles every time I get that loan money. And I'm just going to pass it out to the anybody that looks like they need it. Pass out the money. I said, what, 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 what is that going to do? Besides feed your plus what you get right there. Well, you know when you when 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 he said if you help somebody then he uh no, see that's the point we make it. Well the title read earlier, thinking about what you're doing. See, when you out there seeing the homeless and the needy out there or whatever circumstance, you have to apply this your decision to change your Bible. You gotta take your feelings out of it and make a decision according to the Bible. Just like for example, as majority of us right now, like Thomas Dexter say, we don't know who you are. Here time it'll come out your mouth that you are Hebrew Israelite, then you don't know who you are. Here time it come out your mouth that you are we the true Jews, then you don't know the will of Yahweh. So that's why he can make a statement. You don't know who you are. Anytime you think that you are Christian, you don't know who you are. That means you go on with the, the dramatics of the preacher, not by the Bible. Because if you identify being a, a Christian, according to the Bible, you are under a curse. If you identify being a Hebrew Israelite, you are upon a curse. If you identify being a Jew, the true Jews, you still are upon a curse, according to Yahweh. Then when Yahweh looked down, the blessing of being, to bless you according with Mother Ray in 225, he just going to tell you no, never mind. Because you're not lining up, you're not you're not lining up with the Bible. Can you break away from the source? And he told you plainly, uh, brother Kaya, and Joy of three verse seven, the last verse. He made it plain with you. You're not going to be able to even be in the same arena if this is over your head and Joel two verse seven. If this over your head and Joel two verse seven. The last line. You, you know Joel. that the Bible is right. Joel 2 verse 7, the last line, tell you what? Well, tell you that, Book brother. Okay, we'll tell you. The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse number 7. Verse 7 reads, And they shall <laughs> not break their rank. <laughs> when you break your rank, do you understand your growth of 
understanding his word stops right there. When you break your rank, you no longer bump shoulders and once more again the six anointed camp. And you go and do your own thing. Do you know by breaking rank, your growth stops right there? And you show me one member out of any of the six camps is able to compete on the lowest level after they broke rank. They be confused. They always grouchy, they're backbiter, murmur, and a complainer. That fear that what David asked for never take away from them is gone. Gone. And they walk and they talk because you violate the scripture. You don't break your rank if you think you can compete on this level. And our job is to um, search and find you out. Search and find you out. That's enough of that right now. Let's see if we can go find Mother D.F. Israel and see. Uh, she don't come on stage. You see, you know, you know, I holler that microphone too now. So, uh, Mother D.F. Israel. One, one of the most out of camp one. Y'all quite busy up there, right? Yaqua bless you, see Israel of C Royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Mother. How you feeling, Mother? And, and and what what message you wanna tell the national audience before we go back to um Brother Titus? How you feeling on your end and, and what message do you wanna to put on tape number thirteen to this national audience you're on the block tonight? Well, I feel I feel good in Yahweh. I know that what my strength and my help come from I is Yahweh and being in the Word of Yahweh. All right. Now, what message you got to tell this national audience over nine hundred thousand strong on the international side? You got in it. Or words of wisdom you want to pass on to their mother? Or do you want to pick, it, pick that back up for the later time? Do you want to try to leave them any kind of message? Or do you just want to hold it and, and get it a little bit later? What you going to do there, Mother D, up Israel? Well, you know, <clears throat> I want to always say something, you know, because <laughs> you don't know it may be. My last word. So I want to say to the national audience is to hold on and stay in the word of Yahweh and be a doer of the word and keep his laws. Hallelujah. 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 See, that's where, see, see, the mother, they is straight shooter. And when they tell you something, it's up to you to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Because every place that you try to get to, they either been there or seen and, and know the end and of it. And yeah. he's telling you, without the word of Yahweh, you're not going to survive at the end of the time. You can let you can let your feelings get in the way, 
But without the word of Yahweh, the way he got rid of his Bible, you're going to lose at the end of the tunnel. God mm. is good. That's enough of that. Come on. Now we're coming back with um, Brother Micaiah. So we found out one thing that in the 28th chapter, that verse 15 and 16, tell you, listen, you got to have a man's law. If you don't have this man's law, all these curses will come up on you. And, 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 and how do you know they got a curse on them? Anytime a person will sit there and say they are Hebrew, Israelite, Jew, Jewish, or Bruce, and all that, that is not, that's not biblically about that. You're using your education of the world, not of the Bible. He, not, he hasn't told you none of this. He told you plainly, whenever you go to a land, how you address the land. And uh, give me an example. When you go to a land, how do you address the land? What do you do when you address the land? Give me 149.11 of Psalms. This is how when you go to a land. This is how you address the land. And if you don't understand this, that means one thing. You're doing your own thing. When you address, when you go to a land, in 1,000 B.C., the Holy Ghost appeared to David and told him how to address a land when you get there. 149.11 says what? Psalm chapter 49, verse 11. They will talk in that their family, nation should contend forever, and their dwelling place to all generations. They call their land after their own name. You see that? And now we're talking about them. Liberia, Iberia, Spain, Portugal. All these names you have not have a father name to it. So every last one of these names is incorrect. Every last week we come out to Spain. Portugal, Liberia, Iberia, Hibernia, all of them is wrong. You know why? Because now one of them have a father's name. Now one of the names we just mentioned have a father's name. The Holy Ghost came from heaven and said, when you migrate to a land, you put your father's name down on that property. Those of of, of that father, they know one thing. That's my father's land. So when you remove all them labels about that name, you run to a name mm-hmm. called evil. So when you see all them lands, Portugal, Spain, all them, I mean, Portugal, Spain, all that is evil's land. Ibernia. Hibernia, Hebrew, one name, Eber, and Eber is the grandson of Shem. Then those of his descent know that they got a land by their father's name. So as long as they know they are the descendants of Eber, the descendants of Shem, they always know their homeland. You don't know your homeland and stuff y'all got going on now because you don't dress nothing by the Bible. And you don't sit in the proper ministry and learn nothing. 
That's why the man can tell you about you don't know who you are. You, for the real side, we're going to find out, do he know who we are? Huh? We're going to find out. We're going to check you out. So, Moses was told the terrible children of Israel, if you don't keep the law, you're going to be up on the curse. That's simple as that. Sure, some individuals are going to get passed by Thomas Dexter and Oprah Winfrey and a couple more got passed. But the end of the tunnel is destruction. And if you eat their prosperity when they write the book about how they, how they got over, at the end of it, it's destruction for them that wrote it and destruction for you to participate in it. Because this is what Moses was told, that if you don't keep the law, you will be scattered. That's what he's saying. Scattered where? Verse 25, Brother Micaiah, verse 25, scattered where? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 25, verse 25 reads, The Yahweh calls you to be smitten before your enemies. You should go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And she'll be removed. He will call you. Go ahead. And she'll be removed unto all the kingdoms of the earth. See? He said, he said, well, you, if you don't keep the law, you, you're going to be smitten before your enemies, and you're going to be removed. And when we look for you, you will be in all the kingdoms of the earth. Now, the only reason why we're going to address this is because we know one thing. Every time we come on the network, you got people all over the world. And listen, this is how the avenue is open for us to reach them. And you remember what Brother Titus read? And matter of fact, read again that Brother Titus in the 8th chapter of Romans, verse 14 and 16. See, he dropped a profound statement, but it got past a lot of heads. But he didn't get past old fear heads because he didn't want to go there. But look what he wrote in the eighth chapter of Romans, verse 14 and 16. What can we read again there for Titus? Come on. The book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 14 and verse 16. Romans, chapter 8, verse 14, read. For as many are led by the Spirit of Yahweh. They are the sons and daughters of Yahweh. Verse 16. The Spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of Yahweh. You see, the Spirit bear witness who you are. See, the Spirit bear witness who you are. If you are son and daughter of Yahweh, is the word going to tell it? When you, when you drop that name and you start... The Spirit going to bear witness who you are. And, and Mother Dear of Israel, what it says in the 32, 2 and 3 of Deuteronomy, Mother Dear of Israel, what can we read in 32, 32 2 and 3? Deuteronomy 32, 2 and 3. See, the, the Spirit is going to tell exactly who you are. When you go in this Bible, we're going to know who you are. I don't care if you got five minks on 
and in a stretch Cadillac somewhere. We drop this book on you. The Spirit will reveal your nakedness through your five meat coats on what you really own. And Mother D of Israel, going to help those see out in 32, 23 of Deuteronomy, and let's see what that says. I mean, numbers. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Thank you, Mother E. Numbers. 32, 23.
and there shall be no might in your hand. Verse 33. The fruit of your land and all your labor shall a nation which you know not eat up. And you shall be only opposed and crushed always. 34. Oppressed. Oppressed always. Hallelujah. 34. So that you shall be mad for the sight of your eyes, which you shall see. 35. The Yahweh shall smite you in the knee and in the leg with a sore box that cannot be hit from the sole of your foot unto the top of your head. Verse 36. The Yahweh shall bring you and your king, which you shall set over you. Unto a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known, and there shall you serve other Yahweh, wood and stone. 37. And you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whether the Yahweh shall lead you. What do you mean by you going to be astonished, a proverb, and a byword? He said, you're going to be African-American. You identify mm-hmm. with it. You're going, to be a, you're going to be thinking you a Hebrew Israelite. That's what you're going to say you are. You're going to say you're the true Jews. Mm-hmm. And all of it is going to overtake you. And when you hear those that will, that kind of mindset, that can't just pin it down exactly who you are according to the Bible. I'm still confused. That means plainly, hey, Mother E. Hey, Mother E, that means plainly that if we go to Proverbs, Mother E, see, all we both do when we hear someone of the 12 tribes of Israel descent, and they bumming around and don't know who they are, then we clear according to Proverbs, Mother. According to the Proverbs book. Hey, Mother, you can't help those see out in when we be around our loved ones. And they can't clearly tell themselves, the grandbabies, the offsprings, who they are. Then we clear that According to Proverbs twenty-one sixteen, hey, hey, Mother E, can you help go see it out in twenty-one sixteen of Proverbs? What's going on that we can read? The book of Proverbs chapter twenty-one verse sixteen. The man that wanders out of the way of understanding will remain in the congregation of the dead. If 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 it come out your mouth, you are the true Jew. You are a black Hebrew Israelite and all that. According to 21:16, exactly what's going on, Mother? Again, so Mother, can you break that verse down? You read it already. When we hear somebody don't know who they are, still think they African American, Christian, and Gentile. Knowing that the fact that the word Gentile or Jew was not in 
any ancient manuscript. Now, this big dignitary told another big dignitary, stand up. I'm not a Jew. I mean, uh, I'm a, what he say again? About the Gentile word, what he say again? Uh, it kind of got away from me. It kind of it got away from me. Stand up, Dr. Harrison. He's just as much Gentile as I am. <laughs> By the flesh, neither one of us are the seed of Abraham. He's just a different flavor of the same mess. Christianity is not rooted in white men. Christianity is rooted in Judaism and Judaism is re- rooted in Abraham, and Abraham was rooted in God. This is not about colors. This is not about colors. This is about covenant. It is about covenant. It is not about colors. <laughs> now, look look, look, how he got, look look at the status ovation he got. You see, look, look how he I'll work the people all up. You see what he did? You see what he just did? He just worked it all the way up and said what he just said. Neither one of us, neither one of us is. Thank you about it, they think, for playing that. You know, like I said, anyway, it's y'all radio station, so you do what you want to do. I, 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 know, you, I know we checking, we checking notes and we going to check you in something tonight. Yeah, you can catch me in something tonight, all right. You can catch me in something tonight, no doubt about it. But you see, when you sit there and listen to the, the ones that you admire as leaders, and they just take this Bible and confuse you, according to Mother Generator, break down everyone that pat him on the back and gave him that standing ovation. According to 2116, a mother, he's taking a man, you're on the clock, come on. Well, to me, it's saying the man or woman that wanders out of the understanding of the law is uh, uh, in the congregation of the day. So when Thomas Dexter, Thomas Dexter, Work the peoples up real good. According to those of the six and nine camps, we know that he got lifted up, but that whole congregation is of what, mother? According to what we can read in 2116. Okay. So if, he, if they're not getting the love, they're in the congregation of the dead. That's as simple as that. That's just as simple as that. You heard that great big old speech. But that's the congregation of the dead speaking. Now, so what will happen if you're in the congregation of the dead? Now, back to Brother Micaiah. What, what happened in verse number 35, 28, 35 again? What happened again there, young lion? Hey, Brother Micaiah, what happened that we can read in the Deuteronomy 28, verse 35? Can you help those see out there, young lion? What does it say? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 35, 35 reads, The Yahweh shall smite you 
in the knee and in the leg with a sore box that cannot be healed from the sole of your feet or sole of your foot until the top of your head. If he's a Doc Cook, ain't going to be able to help you. He's a Doc Cook, ain't going to be able to help you. That's what he says. He says he's going to smite you with all type of uh, plagues. He's going to smite you in the leg, hit you in the knee, hit you all over your body. Huh? He's going to hit you all over the body. Yeah? Because you you don't want to hear what his words saying. You want to hear about dramatic. You want you want somebody to walk around with no book in their hand, knowing that he made it plain, mother. Hey, mother, he made it plain that we can read in the fourth chapter of Peter, verse 10 and 11. First Peter 4, 10 and 11, and he made it plain. See, one thing about it, when you do Luke 12, you, 12, you don't know where you're going, but you're going to get there. But he made plain how you're supposed to operate this manuscript. Not walk around and do what you do. Because mother's going to precept that from that 2116 and tell exactly the difference between the congregation of the dead and the congregation of the living. We read all that too. So mother, mother E, when you look right down at 1 Peter 4, verse 10 and 11. Can you help those three out? You're on the clock, come on. The book of 1 Peter, chapter 4, verses 10 and verse 11. 1 Peter, chapter 4, verse 10. As every man has received the gift, even so, minister thanks one to another as good stewards of the manifold. Grace of Yahweh. Verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the article of Yahweh. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which Yahweh gives, that Yahweh in all things may be glorified to Yahweh the Son, to whom be praised and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to show you. See, I'm, I'm going to show you something along the way of showing you something. See, when you speak, you're supposed to speak the orders of Yahweh. Now you come on national worldwide television, and you say, now one of us is the seed of Abraham. And now one of us feet of Abraham. But then you be on um, another broadcast we have heard and say you and your family is from Nigeria and you from the Nebo tribe. You say you from the Nebo tribe, which is called the Hebrew tribe. So you identify with a tribe on one broadcast then you come right back and say you're not, you or the big digging terror with you. Now one of y'all is from is Abraham seed. Then you get on another national broadcast to, com- to confuse yourself and everybody and say, well, I know who I'm from. I know who I am. I'm from the Nebo tribe. 
I'm from Nigeria. My family's from Nigeria. And you're trying to run around when the suitcase gets so thick where you can't see nothing but, but speaking in tongue by opening it up. I mean, the suitcase so fat. When you open that, when you open that suitcase up, you start speaking in tongue. <laughs> you see what they do? They start speaking in tongue, and then you forget everything you have once said because the suitcase dictates the speech of your tongue. And long as you deceive the people, the suitcase gets greater. So you be in a lot of speaking engagement, long as you deceiving the people by telling them that they Hebrew Israelites, you're being all type of speaking engagements. Because they know that they're going to get you thrown at the bottom of the lake of fire and get us more time to deceive you some more. But once you start saying you are the children of Israel, the tribe, and that's when they're going to get nervous on you. Because they know now it's come an organization for the welfare of the children of Israel, see? And when the children of Israel wake up, then they know their time is short because Satan made it plain. Because Satan knows something, brother Titus, because yes, he has done a good job in the 12th chapter, verse number 9, until we get our point. See, Satan knows he has done some things real good. But he knows something else he knows that we get ready to read. And the only way you want to activate that fruit, because he knows something, because he undid something, according to Adam and Eve, 57, 1 through 11. He knows he undone something. He told Adam he going to do something. But he knows John and 1, 17 through 19 and 4, 1 wrote to hereafter. And anything come out to 117 through 19 and 41, contrary to from the time John wrote it, 96 A.D., back to 4004, back that way is of Yahweh. Anything going on the right side of 96 A.D. is saved the devil. The word Gentile is after. The manuscript was written. After the manuscript was written. The word Hebrew is after the manuscript was written. Christian is after the manuscript was written. All these words were placed in English that started in 449 A.D. Official language in 1382. That's when you got these words. You go to the 14th or 13th chapter of Genesis, read Abram the Hebrew. That word was planted. These words did not exist. Abraham is from the descendants of Eber, and Eber is the grandson of Shem. That's the end of it. You can't get Hebrew out of that. Go outside of the Bible and come up with your own imagination about the man from beyond or the man that crossed over. You invented that. That ain't got nothing to do with no Bible. You identify yourself according to your father. Whatever your father is, that's what you is. You ain't what your mama is. You what your daddy is. That's the bloodline. Whatever your daddy is, that's who you is. And that's how you identify 
Jew land. It ain't no Gentile land. It ain't no Jewish land. It ain't no Hebrew land. Who the father to anyone in the land? Got there. All the children of Israel, Brother Titus reckoned, 9 verse 1 of the Chronicles, what kind of way? All the children of Israel, according to the Chronicle books, was recognized what kind of way that we can read in 9 verse 1. Go on to the book of Chronicles, chapter 9, verse 1. First Chronicles, chapter 9, verse 1. So all Israel were wrecked by genealogy. And behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah, who were carried away to Babylon for their sins. He said, it was written in the book. It's written in this book. You read right now. All the children of Israel reckoned through genealogy. If you are children of Israel, you've been reckoned through genealogy. That's how you found out where you gotta, what you got to do, where you got to go, where you got to be. It's written in this Bible. Ain't nothing written about no Christian in this Bible. It's written that if you are a member of the children of Israel, it's written in the Bible that when you recognize another Israelite with some genealogy, you don't recognize them no other way. Got it? Good. So if you do not do it that way, and back to Brother Micaiah and Deuteronomy 28, verse 64. Now, I'll tell you what, read verse 61. I'm going to show you what happened. I'm going to show you what, what I had happened to you. And look in the mirror when the young line started roaring in verse 61 down to 60, 68. Tell me where you've been in on Deuteronomy 28. 61. Remember when you read in 15 and verse 16. If you don't keep these laws, all these things is going to happen to you. The law. Let's see who this fit when the young lion, Brother Micaiah, picking in verse 61 down to verse 68. I'm going to wrap back and drink me some out of tea. Young lion, Brother Micaiah, you're on the clock. Come on. Look at Deuteronomy. Chapter 28, verse 61, down to verse 68. Verse 61 reads, Also, every city and every place which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Yahweh bring upon you until you be destroyed. 62. And you shall be left few in number, whereas you were as the stars of heaven. For multitude, because you would not obey the voice of Yahweh, your Yahweh, 63. And it shall come to pass that as the Yahweh rejoice over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Yahweh will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught. And you shall be plucked from off the land, rather you go to possess it. Verse 64. And the Yahweh shall scatter you among all people, from the one end of the earth even unto the other. And there you shall serve false Yahweh, rather which neither you nor your fathers have known, even wood and stone. 
55. In the Maldives nation shall you find no eat, neither shall the sole of your foot have rest. But the Yahweh shall give you there a trembling mind and failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. Verse 66. And your life shall hang in doubt before you, and you shall fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of your life. Verse 67. In the morning you shall say, Would Yahweh it were even? In an even you shall say, Would Yahweh it were morning? For the fear of your mind wherewith you shall fear, and for the sight of your eyes which you shall see. 68. And the Yahweh shall bring you into Egypt again, which should, by the way whereof I spake unto you, you shall see it no more again, and there you shall be sold unto your enemy for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. And no man gonna save you. And no man gonna save you. And and you and you gonna go many days. And that's why in Hosea three, Brother Micaiah, verse four. And for the national audience sake, we're gonna look at three words and see what it means. We can tell you for what good have been telling you that. We'll tell you what one on means. We'll tell you what two on means. We're going to look up the words for you to be clear that we just not read a bunch of scriptures. We're trying to tell you that this fits you, and that's why you can sit there and let a man with no book, no Bible open, and tell you that you ain't who you are, and then you get packed on the back behind it. And then... You, then you go back and pull the same broadcast program up in a previous lesson. He tell one audience, I'm from the Nebo tribe. I'm a Hebrew. My mother, my father is. But all of a sudden, when the suitcase starts getting back, now you get amnesia, and now you speak in tongue when them when 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 uh, suitcases open up, and you see all that's in it. But that's in it for you to continue that folly. Before you continue that, remember, the sinners of Esau, they got a print press of money. Huh? They don't worry about money. They can put you off into the print press. Then you just roll off all the money you want. We got the printing press. We can just print money up until you're tired of it. We like what you do with this Sunday and them skinny jeans on. And them gay clothes and all, them tight suits. <laughs> we like that. Because we know the Bible told the children of Israel to wear fringes. And we know you ain't nowhere near no fringes. Huh? See? You, you, you in the gay clothes, tight suit on, and skinny jeans. So we know you contrary to this Bible. And they're going to watch you, and they're going to follow you. But it's to the slaughter. Because he said, the children of Israel, now watch the words he said. Talk about it. He talked to another fear, Hosea. He says, um, 
Matter of fact, read me 11 verse 1. We'll come back over here. Read me 11 verse 1 there, young man. I want to, I want to hear something in 11 verse 1. Then we come back over to this 3 verse 4 of Hosea. Hey, Brother Micaiah, what can we read in 11 verse 1 just to get warmed up? Okay. We're going to the book of Hosea, chapter 11. Pick it up at verse number 1. Verse 1 reads, When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. Is it? When Israel was a child, I loved them. And I called them out. I didn't call no Hebrew Israelite out of nothing. I ain't called no Jew out of nothing. <laughs> I ain't called no African American out of you. I didn't do none of that. See that? So all this right here about all these labels right here, and that's why you left your name for a curse. He told the seer, I called the children of Israel out of Egypt. And that's the end of it. So since you don't want to obey that, let's see what he said what will happen to. And let's see what name he got that we can read. In Hosea 3, verse 4. And we're going to examine this, what we got. Let's see, 3, verse 4. The book of Hosea, chapter 3, picking up at verse number 4. Verse 4 reads, For the children of Israel shall abide many days without their king, and without a prince, and without a sacrifice, and without an image, and without an ephod, and without teraphim. What's that supposed to mean? Well, what's that supposed to mean? I, I, I get to break down, too, the young lions. Look up the last word, teraphim. Look up that. You see, you'll go many days without an image. You know like, You know what the image means? You know, you got a picture of your grandmama? You see, you had pictures. Remember, in 348, and 348, and, and not that, um, mother, mother Eve. To show you that you had images, in Matthew 17, mother, verse 1, listen to the conversation to let you know that you must have had something. <laughs> when Mother Eve reads the 17th chapter of Matthew, look what we can read in verse 1 and 2. Hey, Mother Eve, in Matthew 17, verse 1 and 2, can you help those see out in Matthew 17, verse 1 and 2? The book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 1 and verse 2. And after six days, that was the song taught. Taken Peter, James, and John, his brothers, and bringing them up unto a high mountain, a part. And what, verse 2, and was transfigured before them as his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. Mm-hmm. He had a white garment on. Okay, good, mother. He had a white garment on. What happened next, next verse? Verse 3. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses, Elijah, talking with him. Verse 4. 
Then answered Peter and said unto Yahweh, Yahweh, is it good for us to be here? If thou will, let us make thee. Make, let us make here three tabernacles, three temples, one for thee and one for Moses and one for Elijah. Stop there, Moses. Now look at that. You know how much time it is from the time he, he mentioned them big digging terrors in the Bible? This is over a thousand years. How did they know with that Yahweh pointing at them and telling them who these guys were? How did they know? Because they had a image. They had a picture. They knew what he looked like. They, they, they knew exactly what he looked like. They said, let's make three tabernacles. Let's make one for Elijah and whatever this big dignitary's name is. Let's make three of them. So they knew we were dead. He said, you're going to go minute without denying you. Now you think over there in the Vatican City, this pale white woman and the pale baby, even he, even he sneak in the back room and pray to a dark-skinned Madonna, which is paganism. He go in the back, in the back room and, and, and he get his prayer off back there and come back up and then, and then hey, you kissing off a statue of pale red looking. See, that's probably you you into today. But you love to have it so. And we read another lesson, you know, 531, what you're going to do in Jeremiah at the end. When you find you've been lied to on every point. And every day you did, you're done for nothing. All the time, the money you're going to put in that, you want all, you want done it for nothing. And that would be a hard feeling to be, knowing that you don't pay your time. We would offer donate kind in to the Roman Catholic Church and all the other organizations. All these Sunday worshiping Lord God and Jesus, find out all that was for nothing. You gonna be, you're not gonna be feeling too good, but you're going to the fire anyway. But you're not gonna be feeling that good knowing that this man took all your money, or this woman took all your money, and ain't taught you nothing. I ain't taught you that Passover is coming up, come up next week, and you will be doing Smut Wednesday and Easter. You will be putting Smut on mm-hmm. your face, and you'll be walking around talking about some Easter egg hunting. How long are you going to keep doing this stuff? Huh? How long are you going to continue doing this kind of thing, children of Israel? So now, they had this right here, this image. And you know what an ephah is? It blessed the, the plate where you got your 12 tribes of Israel on it. It was said, the 12 tribes of children of Israel. All the ones that in leadership had the box with the 12 tribes of Israel. And they was called 12 tribes of Israel. It wasn't called no Hebrew Israelite Jew or African American. You don't went along. How long you going to keep going without that? Without knowing this is pictures. They don't hear it. But guess what? He prophesied that that was going to happen. Let me see how I pull a rabbit out of the head. Uh, by Brother Titus and Jeremiah. 
Do you know do you know what he said he was gonna do? I'm sure what he's gonna do. You know he told Jeremiah, he said, Jeremiah, he's still talking pretty good. But you you know it, it's written that I was gonna do this? He told Jeremiah. Now we're gonna find out that what we can read that that's the reason why right now you can build. He told Jeremiah he was gonna be confused, but I'm struggling in the verse. Now I'm struggling in the online, maybe to help those stay out. I'm struggling in the verse that um he told Jeremiah something that he was gonna do that we can read, but the old seal is struggling right now, see. He told Jeremiah there was something that he was gonna do. I tell you what, this ain't what I want, but I'm gonna just throw this in and, and I'll be stalling with the left hand to find the the knockout blow, you know. The knockout book. But I'm going to read this. Uh, Brother Titus can go in and give me 17 verse 4. But this ain't what I want. I'm just stalling for the knockout blow. And 17 verse 4, I can leave it right there. You know, I mean, you remember you, you remember, we, remember what one of the messages was about with this old preacher name, big billionaire preacher, what was his name, Kenneth Copeland. He said that... Um, once, you, once we got outside the covenant, then he hit us in the mouth. He talking about we, him, and the ones he was talking to. What you mean once y'all got outside the covenant, you, you got hit in the mouth? He's a billionaire. You see the father he put on the table? Mm-hmm. So, but this is what he told that we can read in the 17th chapter, Brother Titus. Hold on to verse number seven. Can you have to see out while we look for the knockout blow that we're looking for, what's going to happen to? But this is what he says in seven. I can leave it right here, and then and you and you think I'm 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 rolling right? No, I'm not rolling right. This ain't what I want, but it, it's it's enough to hold you off. Seventeen. Hold on to verse seven. Come on. The book of Jeremiah is chapter seventeen, verse four to seven. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 4. And you, even yourself, to discontinue from your heritage that I gave you. And I will cause you to serve your enemies in a land which you know is not. We have kindled fire in my anger, which shall burn forever. Verse 5. Thus said Yahweh, Cursed be the man, or woman that trusted in man, and making his flesh, make his flesh his arm. And whose mind departed from Yahweh. Verse 6. For he should be like the hat in the desert. It should not see when good cometh, but should inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land and not inhabit. Verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in Yahweh and whose hope Yahweh is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you're blessed you trust in Yahweh, not not this, uh, you're going to discontinue from your heritage. If anybody standing for you and call you a Hebrew Israelite, do you know they don't discontinue from their heritage? If they, if they say, well, we the true Jews, and the Jews, we Jews, we the, we the true Jews, you know they don't, they don't, they don't separate from them heritage. They don't done everything. And the reason why you don't know who you are today, this is the reason you don't know why who you are today. Now, bag up, thank you, that mother dear of Israel. And Jeremiah 8, 
on down to verse 3. This is the reason why you don't know who you are. This is the reason you don't know who you are in Jeremiah 8, 1, 2, and 3. Book of Jeremiah, this is chapter 8, verse 1, 2, and 3. Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 1. At that time, said Yahweh, they should bring out the bones of the kings of Judah, and the bones of his princes, and the bones of the priests, and the bones of the seers, and the bones of the habitants of Yahweh Judah out of their graves. Verse 2. And they should spread them before the sun and the moon, and all the hosts of heaven, whom they have loved, whom they have served, after whom they have walked, and whom they have sought, and whom they have worshipped. They should not be gathered, nor be buried. They should be for dung upon the face of the earth. Verse 3, and death should be chosen rather than life by all the residue of death that remain of this evil family which remain in all the places where they have driven them, dead Yahweh's hope. Mm-hmm. He said it's evil family, huh? He said he's going to take this evil family, notice that, that refuse mm-hmm. to hear my word, and he's going to have another nation come to, and they, and they got, now they got the great big title, you love here, archaeologists. Oh, that's a big title. Look at that big, that big, that big archaeologist. Don't you know Yahweh mm-hmm. put in the spirit for them to, to go in and take your body out of it and place anybody in it but your body in it? And that's when you can't find. That's the reason they know uh they know that the children of Israel wasn't buried like they was buried. They know the children of Israel was wrapped and placed and that like Abraham got him a cave, a memory. And they wrapped them up and lay them all the big dignitaries straight out. And they got that from Adam. When Adam, all of them, is in the cave, laid straight out. They didn't know, they didn't know, ain't no conference and all that stuff for there. Five thousand dollars for that. Five thousand dollars for a headstone. All man, listen, listen. We is a destroyed people. And and and, and you love to have it so. But like I said, what you going to do with the end in 531 or Jeremiah? He said they going to, they going and the reason why they're going to do this to you, he said, because you are evil people. You refuse to hear my word. That's what he said. But he said the kings of all your big dignitaries, the kings of Judah, and the bones of the princes, and all your leadership, Every last one your leader, he gonna make sure he send the the sins of Esau there and take your body out of it and spread it out, out there where it's to, to stimulate. I mean, you know, just it, it, the sorrow hit it so that you can't tell what that bone is no more. Even through your wrap, they unwrap you and everything. You all the children of Israel was wrapped up. He said he gonna take you out of that ground. Uh, not out of no coffin. Only one got caught up in a coffin in the Bible was Joseph. Joseph put his dad in it because he was raised from 17 years on up. up but he got caught up with that Egyptian stuff. But all the children of Israel, all of them. Remember when Yahweh the son was taken off that tree? He wasn't, he was, 
they laid it down in the in the box. And then he got them, unwrapped them clothes and went about his business. Poor, we making this this. It's sure why you can't find your people. He he wants you to rely on his word. He said, all your kings, all your princes, all of them going to be taken out of the ground, dismantled and laid out for the Caucus and everything else, the birds get at you, and if that sun hit them bones long enough, because they ain't wrapped up no more, you're going to be able to tell, but you still be able to tell, but he said, that's what's going to happen to you. See, right now. And you know why? Let, let uh, Brother Micaiah tell you why this is going to happen to you. In the 13th chapter, 8 through 10 of Jeremiah, he said, why is going to happen to you? Why do why you, why, why you, he said, you don't go many days without an image. And that's why you uh, made the adjustment of Caesar Borgia. And we, and they all told you that they got together and paint that picture and brought some criminals out of jail and placed them all around criminals. Huh? You heard it. But you ain't going to believe it. And you still going to return to places where Tell people is that you're worshiping a criminal, and Mary told you plainly what tribes he from by reading Luke chapter one, the tribe of Judah, and Judah is told you plainly in fourteen verse two is black to the ground, and you're doing the Mary thing, and Mary not on the, the TV. I mean on the broadcast you look at, go to these establishments. Mary is not black to the ground. You got Mary pale, pale red, a little baby with a little, little small feet that pale red. And you get the toe off them feet. In the 13th chapter, 8 through 10, this is the reason why you can take all your bones out. And you can go many days without an image. You ain't going to know nothing about the Twelve tribes, and that last word we're gonna look up and, and give you a definition of that word. The young lions already got it landed side waiting on me anyway. So this is why it's gonna happen. Jeremiah said, talking in the thirteen chapter eight through ten. Why is this gonna happen? Why is your bones gonna be disturbed? And, and that what they do now? They they got now a title called archaeologist now on their tab. What is you? I'm an archaeologist. What you do? Well, I go dig up your bones and spread it out and move you out the way and put anything up in there. Good. See that? Every time they dig up something, they always dig up somebody that look like you. God, dog. We can't write this down. Everywhere we look at, even I told you in the books that we on read, that they, re- they, uh, they remove you and they put themselves there. And like they do today. They remove you and put somebody, and put somebody anybody but you. Why? Jeremiah tell you 13, 8 through 10. Why? Read it, young line. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 13, verse 8, down to verse number 10. Verse 8 reads, And the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 9, Thus says the Yahweh, After this matter will I mar the pride of Yadadju, the 
southern kingdom and the great pride of the northern kingdom and northern tribes. Verse 10. This evil people, which refuse to hear my words, which walk in the imaginations of their mind and walk after their, after false Yahweh, to serve them and to worship them, shall even be as the girdle, which is good or nothing. You see that? So, so why you think your bones been disturbed? Why you can't figure out what you look like? Because you are evil people. You refuse to hear his word. You rather a man to tell you neither one of us is uh, the seed of Abraham. Now that don't now that don't even. What do you mean neither one of us is the seed of Abraham? And you just said on a previous broadcast that you're from a Nebo tribe. You were Hebrew. Your parents are Hebrew from the Nebo tribe. But once you see that big old suitcase and you start speaking in tongues, you forgot all about all that now, don't you? But that's why your record's going to follow you. And the reason why you can't find out who Judy is now and the kings and princes, you can't find Yaquah had the archaeologist, the one they call now, the white man and the white woman, to make all that money off you by taking your butt, taking you out of them holes, opening up your that wrap on you, and lay you out for the birds and let the sun just bake you to nothing, just rare bones. Imagine rare bone with a great big old nose. That's why they never show you the nose on them on them bones. They show you some some stick men with bones. And the nose always, because that nose still wide even past the skin. The wide noses. See? Archaeologists. All they do. So they call them. Long words like textogrammaton. Archaeologists. What you mean? What you do? Oh, we dig up. We dig up your, your bones and just spread you out to the sun so you, so you could tell you to worship white man and, and black man Jesus. You see what you do? But it got written in 531 of Jeremiah for what you're going to do in the end of the day. You love to have this soul. You love to have this Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, but what you're going to do in the end. Now, let's run, Brother Titus, let's run to Second Chronicles, verse 7. 14 through 16 and 20. And and mother have me second mother he have have me second chronicles chapter 18 verse 16. And young line brother Makai have me Zach, Zachariah chapter 3 verse 8. And by that time we will see do mother Z wanna address this national audience over 900,000 strong and ticket. We can find out something. Sure. But what we can read yet, Brother Titus, Second Chronicles 7, 14 through 16 and 20. What you working with? Come on. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14 to 16 and verse 20. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14, read. And my people which are called by my name to humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins 
and will heal their land. Verse 10. Now my eyes should be open, and my ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. Verse 16. For now I have chosen and sanctified this family, nation, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my mind should be there perpetually. Verse 20. Then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land which I have given them. And this family which I have sanctified for my name will I cast out out of my sight and make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. So what you do, what, what do you think you are according to that? He said the people that's called by his name. He said, you don't want to keep the law, you're going to be a proverb and a byword. You're going to sit there and let somebody look at you and call you a Hebrew Israelite. You will let somebody look at you and call you a Jew, two Jews. And you're going to say, no, we Jewish, we're just more, more Jewish as you are. That will happen to you. Preach up on that, uh, Brother Titus. Give me the Psalms uh, 44 before Mother Reed. Give me, give me Psalm 44, 11, down to verse 15. Then we'll bring Mother in. What is it saying, Psalm um, 44 there? 44, 11, down to verse 15. What do we say? The Holy Ghost did talk to David a little bit in the 44, chapter 11 through 15. What, what did he say to David? Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 44, verse 11 to 15. Psalm chapter 44, verse 11 reads, You have given us like sheep appointed for me, and have scattered us among the nations. Verse 12, You sell us your people for nothing, and do not increase your wealth by their price. Verse 13, And make it us a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and a derision to death that are round about us. Verse 14, you make yourself a byword among the people, and shaking up the heads among the people. Verse 15. My confusion is continued before me, and the shame of my face has covered me. Now, David was prophesizing about the people. Who 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 you think, who you think this is? David. That wasn't in David's day. David's a God's dog. You mean this is going to happen to these people? Read uh, Deuteronomy 28:37. Now, young line, but Titus, Deuteronomy 28:37. You see what David said? David, David said the people's, his people's gonna be what he just got through read. I wonder who that is. Who you know is a byword that he is. He you is grown and only with ideas. Don't you know that you are children of Israel? You still call yourself an African American Hebrew Israelite? Among all nations, where the Yahweh should lead you. 
And you going to be there. Who's you that's going to be scattering the proverbs everywhere? Let mother deal with it. Let mother, mother, he tell you exactly who this bit in writing in 1816. 1816 of 2 Chronicles. See, we're going to tell you what the Bible says. It's up to you to understand this Bible is to you, for you, and about you only. And you Not can't wrong. even see it. And you can't even see it. That you is the you you is the is a elephant in your kitchen you trying to cook and you don't even see the elephant in there. This whole Bible is about the children of Israel, the fall and the rise of the children of Israel, by Israel, to Israel, for Israel. And you and you refuse to believe that. And that's why you're doing Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and wearing the gate clothing. No friends. Because you refuse to see that. On the Bible. He says in the tenth chapter of St. John, my sheep hear me and they obey me. So let me know you're not Yahweh's sheep. Because you don't it's written who you are. It's written what happened to your kings and your queens. I mean not no queens, your kings and your princes. A lot of queen stuff, that's Egyptology and Babylonian stuff. You know, dude. It wasn't mm. no queens in Israel. That's, That's right. paganism, too. Right. It ain't no queen of people. Not in Israel. That's something made up from Ham and the Babylonian Empire they got it from. Queens. They got queens now over there in Nigeria. That's paganism. <laughs> it ain't no queen mother. That's come up from Egyptology. The children of Israel had no queens. That's a made-up word that gave to you to keep you from the truth. What we read? Second Chronicles. What we read? 1816. Second Chronicles. Hey, hey, Mark. Second Chronicles 1816. Talk about. Second Chronicles chapter 18, verse 16. Then he said. I did see all Israel gathered upon the mountain as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Yahweh said, These have no master. Yeah, yeah, Let right. him he said, return. He, he said, He foresee that, that who ain't got no shepherd. He got no, 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 no proper leadership. He left a name there. That was Micaiah telling what he foresaw about a people. He said they was, um, and he put a name on them that's, that's going to be scattered like sheep. They scattered like sheep. Now, young, young line, I know you read that Zephaniah 3, verse 8, but Brother Titus, give me that.
upon the mountain. Tell her where and 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 like what? Where and like what? No. Okay. Let me do it again. Then he said, I did see all Israel scattered upon the mountain as sheep that had no shepherd. Mountains mean government. Government. You scattered among all the government. And you ain't got no shepherd. He said, I saw all Israel, all of them, scattered well. But I to scatter well. Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 11, 9 through 11. Come on. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 9 through 11. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 9 reads, And they shall not hurt, nor destroy, in all my righteous government. For the earth should be full of the knowledge of Yahweh, as the waters cover the sea. Verse 10. In that day, there should be a good... Yes, sir. Verse 10. In that day, there should be a root of Jesse, which should stand for the inside of the people. And it should be for the Gentile nation to see his rest to be righteous. Verse 11. And it should come to pass in that day that Yahweh should set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which should be left from Assyria from Egypt, from Tathros, and from Cush, and from Elam, and from Shinar, and from Hamas, from the island of the sea. Great. Verse 12, he shall stand for inside for the nation, and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel, and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. So you see, you'll see the inside of six anointed camps and forces over to his life. We got a big job to do. And we're going to let you know we know where you're at. Because any nation, there's a nation going on, a government going on, we know you there. We know you there. So we know you there. All we got to do is ask the people, where is the one that's on the bottom of everything? What? Well, you can go over there and um, talk <laughs> on that later. <laughs> you know, um, there's a place over there. We communicate with them. And they've been beat down so bad, they they scared to even hear where they came from. Over there in uh, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Pakistanian. You know, they got a they got an old corner around the corner. Well, you at. They said, yeah, we know we came over here on slavery, but... Uh, We've been beat down so bad, we don't know how we're going to get by this thing. I know. That's why I said we got a big job. You go you go and look for the Afro-Pakistanian, and they'll, and they'll direct you to some old corner down there, and there you see them stacked like planks, like sardines. Dumb down, dumb as all our doors. They didn't beat down just that long. You see that? You every nation. Every nation, uh, if where a nation is at, you there somewhere. And that's what Jeremiah was talking about in the 16th chapter. We're going to search you out. The, way, the avenue he don't gave us right now, that's why we got to know you know what you're doing. Now, 
of Micaiah. And Zephaniah, saw Micaiah, 3-8, and let's read a little bit, and let's find out that even everybody know where you're at. You just don't know where you're at. Look what, look what Zephaniah said, 3-8. Keep reading now until we get our point big time on who he's nailed, who he's really talking about, brother Micaiah. We're going to Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 8. He's going to tell you a whole good history story. It's up to you to hear the history story. 3-8. Keep on reading down to 20-something, and we'll, we'll get something out of this. Brother Micaiah, you on the clock. Come on. All right. The book of Zephaniah, chapter 3, picking up at verse number 8. Let's say read. Therefore, wait you upon me, said the Yahuwah, until the day that I rise up to the place. For my determination is to gather the nation, that I may assemble the kingdom to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fierce anger. For all the earth should be devoured with the fire of my judgment. Verse 9. For then will I turn to the people a pure language, that they may all call upon the name of Yahweh to serve him with one consent. Verse 10. From beyond the river of Ethiopia, my suppliant, even the daughter of my dispersed, shall bring my offering. Verse 11. Hold that point. That di- hold that point. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on, young man. You mean that the children of Israel, they well? You mean they well? Dispersed. Well, Ethiopia. Call that verse. They're from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. That's over there in Nigeria. That's the Nebo. That's old Thomas Dexter, man, that he said. But he forgot now that he said that. But but now by the time he got his, he got that suitcase right, now he don't remember that. Now he not the seed of Abraham no more now. No. He can't be seated Abraham no more and not, not to see that big old suitcase. See, you're not going to get that big suitcase by saying you are the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. That suitcase will not be there no more. But if you remain that, getting that suitcase and speaking tongues, you will say neither one of us get the seed of Abraham. So you just came from space now, see? So now you just came from space. Neither one of us is the seed of Abraham. See what you, you said and did? See? See, you don't say that. Neither one of us is from the... See, you know, you, why you say that? That means that mean you can say Stand that. Stand up, Dr. Harrison. He's just as much Gentile as I am. By the flesh, neither one of us are the seed of Abraham. He's just a different flavor of the same mess. Christianity is not rooted in white men. Christianity is rooted in Judaism, and Judaism is rooted in Abraham, and Abraham was rooted in God. This is not about colors. This is not about colors. This is about covenant. It is about covenant. It is not about colors. 
that look at that. I mean, people just, they were just, just running up there just trying to pull, even put, put their pocket in, in, the, in the box. You know, you know, when you when you hear stuff like that, you know it, it get them, they get so happy. They even try to take their pocket off, put it in to the the, the box. The whole pocket, you see. And and, 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 you, and you know what they and you know what they'll say. You know, it's something in the Bible they'll say. And what is that? A young line. You know, it's a verse that some they'll say in Isaiah 56. Do you know it's something they'll say, Brother McCain? And this is what they'll say after they get to working you over real good. It's something they'll say. And I just want to read, you know, what they'll say that we can read. In the 56th chapter there, young man, if some they'll say, in verse 12, they'll tell you something in verse, they'll, they'll, after you want you know, tuck your pocket off and put it in that box. Six, verse number 12. Hey, hey Bob McKay, what can we read in 56, verse 12 of Isaiah? The book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, Come you, say, they, I will fetch wine. And we will fill ourselves with strong drink. And tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. <laughs> <laughs> you see what They go back and meet yeah, yeah. The big diggers go back in the back room and just count that money and drink behind that. They'll come there, and, and, next, and next Sunday we'll be right back on them again. We'll be right back on them, and you love to have it so. He say, come ye, say they. And I will best wine. I go get bring the best wine out behind what I just told him. But what do Yahweh call him? What do Yahweh call him in verse 11? Verse number 11, Isaiah 56, verse 11 reads, Yes, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain from his court. Yeah, and that's why you hear that after after he work them over, then you hear the next preacher say on the next broadcast, "Can I get a witness?" Turn to your neighbor, say, "Neighbor." Okay. neighbor. Turn to your neighbor, say, "Neighbor." Okay. Neighbor. You all worked up again. Then you turn around, look at somebody next to you, and say, "Neighbor." You see what you do? See, that's what you do. Um, Mosey, Z, you. You want to address this national audience, Mother Z? The time not tonight. Not tonight. All right. Hallelujah. So, so Mother E, so you see Mother E, that's what they do. And they hear a good word that got everybody all worked up, and then they'll go in it the next week themselves. Um, Mother E. Chapter O.C. out in a closing statement. I want to look at Job 14, verse 4. Mother, in a closing statement. We're going to look at that and we'll catch you all tomorrow on that pair talk room where y'all rehearse the righteous action. 
help these peoples out in grand style. So, Mother, look at that Job. Then once you read it, comment on 14 verse. What can we read on 14 verse 4? And a young line, Brother Titus, have me Psalms 94, 16 through 23 in a closing statement. So, Mother, help me help those see out in 14 verse 4 in a closing statement. And, and, and tell us, Master Norton, what this means when, once you read it in 14 verse 4 of Job. It's a cause, boy. What's going on, Mother? Come on. Keep that. Gotcha, Job. You said Job 14 verse 4. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, what that say, Mama? Mm-hmm. The book of Job, chapter 15, verse 4. Who can bring mm-hmm. a clean thing out of an unclean, not one? Yeah, Mama. Mm-hmm. Read again, Mama, and comment on what you just got to read. Read that again. Take your time and... Absorb all that good reading out the way. Then make a closing statement on that comment. 14, verse 4. He said, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, not one? So nobody can bring a clean thing. Nobody can bring a clean thing out of an unclean thing. You can't do it. Got to be clean. Not how many? Not how many, mother? Not how many? Not one. Not one. Not one. So I don't care what you heard from that big old preacher. I don't care how you heard it. Sunday is the wrong day. Lord God, Jesus, the wrong name. If you a Hebrew, Israelite, Jew, that's wrong too. Wrong too. You can't make none of that clean. And if it's unclean, not one. See? Comment on that mother and close day, and we'll be back on airways tomorrow at 8 o'clock on Pair Talk is back on this same Wednesday at 6 o'clock. What's your closing statement is, mother? Come on, take your time and come out. Thank you, praising Yahweh for this class. Thank you, praising Yahweh for being in the class. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the teachers, for the listeners. And I'm going to say it to the listeners, keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Hallelujah. 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 Excellent. Excellent. Mother D of Israel, we know you're, you know, we know you're a great note taker. Do you want to address this national order and on closing statements that you got anything that you want to add to your closing there, Mother D? Israel, what you got to say, Mother D. of Israel, in your closing, come out. Um, not really. Well, like Mother say, hold on and don't give up in Yahqua and in his word and keeping his law. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't give up and keep the law. Mm. And guess what? 
guess what the law will do for you, um, Brother McKay, before we turn the young line loose. In First Thessalonica, in First um, Thessalonica, there, Brother McKay, in the fifth chapter, um, can you help the can you help those see out in it? And First Thessalonians chapter five, it makes a, a statement there, young line. It says something in verse five. Those seal is struggling now. He's he says something in five eleven. He says something there. And what can we read in five eleven? Brother McKay. The book. The book of First Thessalonians. Chapter 5, verse number 11. Verse 11 reads, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. You see that? See, that's what we have to do. That's how we comfort one another. Through the word of Yahweh about edifying, not reminiscing, edifying. Because we, we all know, even Satan knows, that he came from DT. He got a short time. He know he got a short time. Matter of fact, let's read, let's read what he did to make him have a short time anyway, young man. Uh, hold that what you got. We'll let Brother McKay pick that up. Come back to that 12 9 because we was holding that anyway. Mm-hmm. I was reminded by the WCC. I'm serious. If you're going to touch on 12 verse 9, why do you wait on me to touch on 12 verse 9? But since you said we'll touch on it anyway. 12 verse 9, Brother uh, Titus, let's read a little bit till we get our point. Let's find out. And, and guess what we're going to do? We're going to precept that. When you read 12 verse 9, we're going to precept that, uh, Brother Micaiah and, and 210. And, and, and you tell me, you tell me what's going on in Revelation 2.10. And after you read one verse, we're going to precept that Bible and come right back. Let's see what happens. Read that one verse there, young line. Entire prophecy, the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 9 reads, And a great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil of Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his wicked angel was cast out with him. Mm-hmm. And we're going to precept that to three. 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 There are. Now, you heard what he just read. We're just going to precept that to three, verse number 10. We're going to see what it says. What it says, Brother Makai, in 310. 3, 9, and 10. All right, the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 9 and verse number 10. Verse 9 reads, Behold, I will make them of the synagogues of faith, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. But, but, but hold on, hold on there, young man. But, but hold on, young man. I, uh, I want to tie in that one verse. I want to tell you that one verse. I mean, I mean that's good. I can take that direction, but I don't. 
But I won't tie I won't tie you in that verse according to what young young lion just got to read now. Now in three, make now make it two ten. I mean we we were stoking the right way from the get go. Make that according to twelve nine that the other young lion read. I wanna precept that to two ten. And what do two ten say? Now, you hear what you hear what he read. But listen is what two ten say. The book of Revelation, chapter two, verse ten. Verse ten reads Fear none of those things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tied, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be you faithful unto death. And I will give you a crown of life. Mm-hmm. So it says in three eleven behind that again. Three eleven. Not three eleven. Book of Revelation. Book of Revelation. Chapter three, verse number eleven. Verse eleven reads: Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which you have, that no man take your crown. Okay, so uh, in 210, would you read that again, young lion? The book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 10. Verse 10 reads, Fear none of those things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be you faithful to death. And I would give you a crown of life. The devil gonna catch some of you in prison. What's that brother's name? You, you think the you think the devil they gonna catch you in the prison? The one that came from up up in the way down here. What devil <laughs> gonna catch you in the prison? Yeah. So you see what you're saying? The devil gonna catch some of you in prison. So when when the young lion read two verse number nine, nine verse twelve, it's the devil gonna catch some of you in prison. I know you didn't catch it, no worries. I don't catch it. We ain't got time to explain all that to you. The devil gonna catch some of you in prison. Come on back, young lion. You know. WCC self, well, we com- be confused about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you you remain confused about that. Because he identified a devil. You remember, you remember, do you remember it was written? It was written in Genesis of uh, 315, 16 of uh, Titus. It was written. It was written now that it was, this, this was going to come on the scene. And Yahweh had his hand in it. And he'll tell you why. Read verse 14 through 16. Three, Genesis 3, 14 through 16. It was already written. What? Go to the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 to 16. Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 reads, And Yahweh said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon your belly, you go, 
It's just who you eat all the days of your life. Verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the one, and between your seed and her seed. It should bruise your head, and you should bruise his head. Verse 16. Unto the one, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow, and then your conception, and in sorrow, you shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be of your husband, and he shall rule over you. So read verse 15 again. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his head. Now, come on back, Brother Micaiah, and read again. And two chains. The book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse number 10. Verse 10 reads, Fear none of those things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be you faithful to death, and I will give you a crown of life. So we read back in Genesis, the devil going to have a seed, but a seed he's going to have is a spiritual seed. That means he's going to obey his rules. And he's going to have a people that's going to obey what he say, and they're going to be having the same spirit that he got. They're going to have the same mindset because they know they got a what? Now come on back in, in 12, verse 10. Let's read a little bit, young brother. Titus, let's read a little bit because they know what? You're going to read verse 9. So, so he was going to have a choice. To look at 18 nations, he's going to pick one that he's going to nourish them to walk and talk like him. <laughs> and they're going to have one thing they want to do to a people. <laughs> so now, yeah, if you can't put that together, that's on you. Uh, 12, verse 10. Let's read a little bit there, young lion. Come on. And a closing statement. Read a little bit. Our prophecy, the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 10. Read. And I heard a loud voice saying, In heaven, now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our Yahweh, and the power of his Yahweh, Yahweh the Son. For the accuser of our brother is cast down, which accused them before our Yahweh day and night. Verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. By the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Verse 12. Therefore rejoice, you have it, and you that dwell in death. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For faith the devil has come down on you, having great wrath because he knows that he has but a short time. Verse 13. Yeah, right there. Right there. That's it. Because he know he got a short time. But he was allowed to be kicked down to heaven. And he was allowed to get into a people that have his mindset. And he'll do everything he can to, to to do everything he can contrary to what Yahweh wants to happen. So there is a there. So he got a seed. 
and his seed was identified those that got here to here. Brother Titus told him to say to take your time, you're on the clock. And Brother Kai had me 94, 16 to 23 or something waiting on me. What you close saving that, Brother Titus? Take your time now. The world listen to come on. Psalm 94, verse 16. Who rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of sin? Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, That's a good question. Who will do it? In verse 17 to 23 there, Brother Micaiah, that's a great question he asked. Who's going to do it? Verse 17, Psalm 94, 17 to 23, come on. Brother Micaiah. 94, 17 down to verse 23. The book of Psalms, chapter 94, 17 down to verse 23. Verse 17 reads, Unless the Yahweh has been my help, my soul has almost dwelt inside. 18. When I said, my foot slipped, your mercy, O Yahweh, held me up. Verse 19. And a multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comfort, Delight my soul. Verse 20. Shall the throne of sin have fellowship with you, which frameth mischief by a law? Verse 21. They gather themselves together. Hey, 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 hold, on. Hold, hold on, young lion. Take your time and read verse 20 like, like, like it's a good meal. My fact, read verse 20. My fact, expound on it. Act like it's a good meal. I thought your wife brought you one of them special meals. And now you can read verse 20, and I want you to expire on verse 20. I don't want that to get away. Read that verse 20. Okay, verse 20. Shall the throne of sin fellowship with you, which frame mischief by a law? <laughs> what do they do? They bring mischief by a law. I mean, they, they'll create some stuff and then hold you accountable for something that they do. They mm-hmm. tell you thou should not steal, and they'll stole the whole land. They'll stole the East world and the, and the, and the West world. Mm-hmm. They're the biggest thief that ever been a thief, and they'll tell you you guilty of stealing a candy bar on the TV and give you 30 years, and you will stole two countries. You see mm-hmm. that? Go ahead and find on it, young lad. Expound on that. Well, well, you just found <laughs> it good enough. Like he said, and uh, 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 to the throne of sin. So that means it got to be some sin on the line. Have fellowship with you. We know, uh, seeing the first John, uh, 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 first John chapter three, verse three and verse four. We got to go read it. Verse four is sin is the transgression of the law. And should the throne wait, wait, of wait, sin. Wait, but 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 what did he call this this these rulers today? He calling these rulers a what in verse twenty? They are what? He said she have uh, uh, she have the throne of sin have fellowship with you, which framing mischief by law. You see what he's saying? He calling them the throne of 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 sin. That means like 
like Lord God Jesus, the Roman Catholic Church, and kissing the, the, the pale babies, that ain't nothing but a throne of sin. And they have a tendency, and, and, they, and, they, and they make laws contrary to the Bible. Let's keep Sunday. Let's keep Easter. Let's keep New Year and eat hogs. That is the throne of sin. Go ahead, y'all line. Okay. So these ones that's the throne of sin that's violating the law because they uh, have fellowship with you. But he did say which framing mischief by law. They create laws and everything that's uh, uh, contrary to breaking the law themselves. They'll make up they're, a law. But hold on, young line, young line, and they tell you to have fellowship with them or not. Which one, which one he's telling you in 20 if you sit in a ministry that Dude, he's telling you what in verse 20? He says, uh, the ones that's at the throne of sin, he said, have fellowship with you. So these be the people that, they, these are the ones that's around. They have fellowship with you, but they sit on the throne of sin. You see that? Go ahead and read a bit. Give me a closer thing. That's enough. That's, that's enough. We, I, I think we um, got it pretty good justice. Continue now to what where you where you going out to what verse? Going to verse number uh twenty one. Twenty one read. Yeah, twenty one and twenty three and a closing statement. Yeah, twenty one and twenty three and a closing statement, young man. Psalms ninety four, verse twenty one and twenty three. Twenty one read. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. Verse twenty two. But the Yahweh is my defense, and my Yahweh is the rock of my refuge. Verse 23. And he shall bring upon them their own sin, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yes, the Yahweh, our Yahweh, shall cut them off. Thank you. You see that? It's cold. All we got to do is do right. Leave it like that. Catch you on the airway tomorrow, 8 o'clock, on that pair talking back on this one, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Y'all line is on you. Close it out. Take your time. It's all yours. Come on. Thank you, Yaku, for another blessed day to read his word. Thank you, Yaku, for the opportunity to like to meet the Sir Israel of Steve Roy. You can learn the word from Sir Israel, Steve Roy, and the elders. And thank you, Yaku, for my wife. And for my children to be able to teach them the word of Yahweh. I want to thank Yahweh for our elders and our mothers. I also want to thank Yahweh for all the teachers and the brothers and sisters and all the six anointed camps. Thank you, Yahweh, for bringing the 12 tribes of Israel back together on the one accord in the name of YHWA. Yahweh. I also want to thank Yahweh for strengthening the elder and the mothers. And ask him to continue to keep his hand upon them and strengthen their mind in the word of Yahweh. I want to read uh, the book of Psalms. Pick it up in chapter 11, verse 1 read. And the Yahweh put my